Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Alpha. We can be as badass as we want. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morals, our banks destroy the economy, the inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression. And you can go down the line. You can go down the line. Good evening. I'm Alpha. This is the Alpha Show. Now, the master of common sense, take no prisoners in politics and game making. The man from Chicago who's got their numbers. This is Advanced Urban Political Talk Radio with Alpha. Here's Alpha. And welcome to another episode of the Alpha Show. Here at TruthWorks Network, where the truth must be spoken more than once. We have um, a very uh, eventful, I'll call it eventful, because it matters. It matters much. A very eventful week. And the fact that the impeachment, the trial part of the second, the two-time impeached president, Donald Trump, is moving full steam ahead with Democrats laying out the case and Republicans lying about the case. I never get a Republican to call me anymore. I don't understand. I just I just don't understand it. I can never get a Republican to debate with me anymore. They've all seemed to run for the hills because at no time when I debate a Republican do they ever make any sense. And for all of you Republicans out there, give me an opportunity, please. The uh, no Senate trial, no Senate trial. It's a farce. It's not even a farce. It's a pathetic attempt to practice. Jury nullification. You got jurors who don't show up. You got jurors who show up and basically doodle 
on the papers and write little silly statements. They do everything but pay attention. It doesn't, it does not matter whether I give them a pass or not because I don't. I'll tell you what matters. What matters is that we have an American public that has basically walked down this road. You know, people don't people don't like to stay engaged. Let me call it let me say it like that. People don't like to stay engaged. And one thing Republicans do they stay engaged at the lowest level of the ladder. They stay engaged in the states, at the school boards, they stay engaged. People of color do not stay engaged because if they did, they would have to stay angry. And people of color just don't like to stay angry. So you can you can either dismiss what's happening now or you can stay involved. Don't just stay involved. Bring some people with you. Bring some people with you who are willing to, I guess, ignore what's on the television. I've been doing that here lately. And not that I've been ignoring television. I've been ignoring what's on the television. Um, My daughter. Uh, my daughter has gotten me to a point where I'm watching a Hulu uh, series now that has seven seasons and 21 episodes and 41 episodes and and it's uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting. 516-666-9516. And what's wrong with this picture? What is wrong with this picture and this studio screen? I've never seen anything like it. Once my number appears and I have called in, my studio screen gets rid of the uh, number that I call Blog Talk Radio and the PIN number and the call-in number. So I've basically committed them to memory so I don't have a problem 
but we can um, we can hash that out later. <laughs> but um, I've been watching on Hulu uh, Tyler Perry production, have and have not. And before that, and I'm, I'm being honest, before that, um, I was watching uh, on Facebook. They would run, they would replay some episodes of Love and Hip Hop. And I've never watched those things. There's always been a good sports endeavor to go down and Somebody's always beating somebody at this or that. And I would sit up and watch that part of it. But television itself? No. I didn't watch that. But um, I will admit that I have been watching, uh, binge watching. I'll call it that, binge watching. Uh, the have and have nots, and it's um, it's actually getting on my nerves. <laughs> it's actually getting on my nerves. So I can do that, and um, laugh away at it. But then when I come back, I have to come back to a boxing match or two of the people who are supposed to be I guess a little wiser than myself And I'll call one of my own, it's Janice Graham. She kind of keeps me centered. And the, um, the things I don't know how to do on <laughs> the things I don't know how to do on the computer as far as my show goes, as far as promoting and putting it putting it on Twitter, putting it on TruthWorks Network page, the Alpha Show page, I guess, you know. And uh, I keep telling her that's as the secretary. That's her job. Hold my hand and drag me along because all she's done is giving me a platform and put the call in my face, and I start talking. But then when I look down and see that I have a subject, then I've got to scramble in and update myself on that subject. But that's not even the, the worst part of this. They, um, they simply make sure that I'm not going to win. <laughs> And that's a shame. They make sure I'm not going to win. 
course, I'm going to drag you in again. You in it. You in it like Bennett. But um, I, I, I digress a little, a little bit. Let's see. Let me get back to my train of thought. What we are witnessing is a Democratic Party who is trying to put a very silver rim on what Republicans and who Republicans are. Do not be fooled. You can go out in the snow and bring snow back in. And because it's warm inside, it'll begin to melt. Right? Well, okay. What Republicans are doing is they are beginning, since Donald Trump lost, he'll go to phase two of destroying our democracy. He will try to trash talk the current administration on how bad they are, and instead of allowing that, The Senate has to kill that filibuster. Imagine not having a filibuster and simply being able to pass normal legislation. Now, You do want to go to go to school on normal legislation. You do want to make that advancement on normal legislation. What the Democrats have to do is to continue to raise the issue. With these 50 senators To keep them in lockstep And let them know Hey We only have 50 now Go with us now And in 2022 If we don't add to the 50 Shame on We are in the midst of tyranny. We're one election away from bringing back a smarter, quieter Donald Trump. The one thing Donald Trump did that I feel like he hijacks information. 
He takes over information. And that starts with health care. He tells you what he wants you to know and what he can brag about that is simply not true. Because he hoards information. And then he sends surrogates to the microphone to lie about the information that he's hoarding. Well, that's basically where we are. And we can keep going down this road and we can remain silent on who the Republicans are. They should be hamstrung with the Trump idealism, with their ideology. Democrats should be hanging that around the necks of Trump supporters. Put in the chat room a couple of a couple of stories. And I got these particular stories from uh, the network of uh, the, the the news organization Raw Story. And what they do, what they lay out is um, <clears throat> it's this one father. He has two children who go off to D.C. And next thing he knows, they're part of the crowd. They're part of the crowd that have sacked the Capitol. A daughter and her brother. They're in their early 20s. And here they are entering the Capitol and I guess a little clouding and and whatnot. But... um, when they came with the with the paraphernalia and there was and my uh little bits of silence is because I'm reading <laughs> how stupid can people be I, and I'm not, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, yes, I do, yes, I do. They're in their early 20s. You look up and here they are, entering the Capitol and with the crowd and because Donald Trump sent them there. So now they come back and they get arrested. And now the uh, father is bailing them out of jail. But nothing's come off their back. But uh, they are bailed out of jail. 
and uh, if they go now, they can uh, say that uh, they were simply following Trump's rules. But they're both facing 20 years plus in prison. <laughs> and the father, the father seems to have a one of those good old boy excuses for his children being a part of the, oh, they did it, they did the, Thing with the Proud Boys. The federal prosecutors say coordinated the violent demonstration aimed at keeping Trump in office. Now, when this is all over, Georgia is looking to prosecute Donald Trump. Wow. And they're looking to prosecute the kids and in their twenties send them to jail for a while. You know you know that father is having a fit. He's having a fit that this is that he'll be able to stop this. We have a a lot of things to be cautious of and simply watching things like this go by the wayside is one of them. But so far, all they've been is arrested. All they've been is arrested. No, I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to mention it about no gorilla glue in nobody's hair. Now, that's cool. I mean, if you that dumb, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm not going to mention it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that basically... Um, Registers under Dumb, you so dumb And I can't seem to find it Here you go Here's here's your gorilla glue In the girl's hair you are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. <laughs> you are too dumb. You are too dumb to be re-educated. You are too dumb to be commenting on 
And the more you put that dumb screed together, the more it will resonate. Dr. Dr. Taylor was on the show last night, and he basically spoke all the parts that I could get because something goes awry with my computer, and I've run out of um, time to listen to the brilliant James L. Taylor. But um, he spoke yesterday. So I have to put it in a perspective. (laughs) Put it down there where the goats can get it. Right-wing excuses. Here's some of your right-wing excuses. This is Olbermann versus the it's time to move on crowd. Every day it becomes clearer still with the backing of the Republican Party, with the funding of Republican Party donors, with the treasonous sabotage by Trump's last Secretary of Defense, Christopher Miller. January 6th was the worst attack on democracy in the history of our country, worse even than the Civil War. Its perpetrators and enablers and apologists inside government and outside are traitors. They must be investigated by a 9-11-style commission. They must be tried. They must be imprisoned. Trump must be among them. No, it is not time to move on. You're wrong. And no, it's not the new 1776. You're wrong. And no, it's not cancel culture. You're wrong. And no, it's not just loony lies. You're wrong. And no, it's not the same as Black Lives Matter. You are wrong. And it's not Antifa. It's not adopted from Psalm 29. It's not censorship. It's not child actors. It's not China. It's not code for pedophilia. It's not the deep state. It's not a false flag. It's not fake news. It's not full of tracking devices. It's not General Flynn to the rescue. It's not Hugo Chavez's fault. It's not infiltrators. It's not the Insurrection Act. It's not Jewish space lasers. It's not just the flu. It's not law and order. It's not the Lincoln Project's fault. It's not martial law. It's not mass arrests. It's not a military takeover. It's not my pillow. It's not normies being naive. It's not ordained by God. It's not patriotism. It's not pro-cop. It's not pro-life. It's not psyops. It's not the red pill. It's not the second amendment. It's not the first amendment. It's not Q. It's not the silent majority. It's not socialism. It's not sovereign citizenship. It's not a stolen election. It's not the storm. It's not Trump derangement syndrome. It's not Trump's plan. It's not Trump wearing Biden's face. It's not video of Hillary killing someone. It's not vindication about Russia. It's not voter fraud. It's not you being smarter than everybody else. It's not you making history. It's not just you exercising your right to dissent. You are wrong. Well, damn. (laughs) Somebody Please give this man a job. 
I miss skits like Worst Person in the World and his commentaries. His commentaries are spot on, especially the part where you tell Republicans to just, you want healing, you want unity. This is Olbermann versus Trump. Donald Trump needs to take his crocodile tear words about this being the time for our nation to heal and shove them up his ass. As we get a clearer picture of the dimensions of last week's coup attempt and the follow-ups threatened for next week, as we hear not commentators, but U.S. attorneys use the term sedition and murder, it is obvious that hundreds of the idiots who listen to the Republican lies about the election will be going to prison, and that Trump Jr. and Giuliani and others may be charged by the D.C. district attorney. It is just as obvious that Trump will be impeached again with Republican votes, and in the Senate there will be Republican votes against him. Last Wednesday, Trump stepped into history as a man who did more damage to this country than Jefferson Davis, Joe McCarthy, Aaron Burr, Tokyo Rose, and Osama bin Laden ever dreamed of. Yet there, on his stunt trip to Texas, to do the only thing he's really good at, staring at a goddamned wall, Trump again threatened the nation with his followers, quote, tremendous anger, and he threatened the president-elect. Yet his hypocritical, tinny, nauseating calls for healing and unity are still being echoed by his Republican co-conspirators, like the human versions of Beavis and Butthead, Congressman Jordan and Gates, by Trump campaign staffers, by those idiots out there who only heard one thing Trump said on Tuesday, quote, there is always a counter move. You want healing and unity? Get Trump on TV to tell America Biden won, and there is no fraud, and he has been scamming them. You want healing and unity? Get one of the lunatics like Alex Jones or Chanel Rion to announce that COVID-19 is real and masks are essential. You want healing and unity? Get Marjorie goddamn Taylor Greene to announce QAnon and Pizzagate and the whole right-wing conspiracy cult is bullshit. You want healing and unity? Get Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell to be the ones to introduce the legislation that utilizes the 14th Amendment and bars Trump from federal office for life. You want healing and unity? Remove the greatest threat to healing and unity in American history. Get Donald goddamn Trump out of office, and we don't give a good goddamn how you do it. Well, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've basically come across many of uh, Overman's rants, and um, I just pull the clip and uh, get him ready for my show because he he says a mouthful. And I'll tell you like this. If you don't send these insurrectionists to jail, if you don't think that Donald Trump, Donald Trump is not going to be uh, convicted. He's going to be acquitted. And with that acquittal, he'll use it to drive foolish followers to donate more money. He'll hang around four years with a. You remember how in 2016 Donald Trump was in power? 
and the people around him who follow him were basically saying, give the guy a chance. And people like myself are saying, don't give him a damn thing. Was I right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. 516-666-9516 is the number if you want to have a conversation with me. You must press 1. So I know you're not just hanging around. If you want to talk, press 1. If you have an opinion, press one. If you're a Republican and lost your damn mind, press one. (laughs) Neither one, huh? Okay. Just hang around out there. But the Democratic Party must have a strategy for messaging. They must hang around the necks of Republicans, the anti-Semitic, the Anti-Black Lives Matter The Klansmen The white nationalists You must hang it around the necks Of every single Republican That is the only way You can see them coming Once Donald Trump is acquitted, I suspect they'll move to strip him of his ability to run again. But of course he's gonna he's gonna jump up and down and just say, um, I don't um I don't care what you say, I'm going to run anyway. Let's let's take it to court. Five one six 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 nine five one six. Five six one. Thank you for calling the Alpha Show. Welcome to TruthWorks Network. Well, Alpha, I am just so ashamed of you. Why would you be shaming Gorilla Girl, Glue Girl? Because um, I'm of the I'm of the of the crowd that uh, that's basically using metaphors and. Tricky catch words like um, 
If you dumb enough to put Gorilla Glue in your head and wonder how come your head not only don't look good, but it's stuck together and it's stuck free. You're not you're not literally literally lost. You're permanently lost. Well, I think there's a I think there's a deeper meaning to all of that, Alpha, but I just wanted to tell, tell, to let you know. I was very very disappointed that you would sh- shame um, a hairdo. But I, I, I called. You put it in the you put it in the chat room. <laughs> you all you all the time putting something in the chat room and then calling me up starting shit. <laughs> Alpha, you know, during the last four days, I have had visions of you sitting on the corner playing checkers in front of the corner store, talking shit. But here's why I called. I was, I am, I am stunned that the Senate has a quote-unquote trial without witnesses. I don't know who made that agreement. I know that it was made because they were afraid it would draw it out too long. But I do want to say that I think the House managers, uh, their prosecution was flawless. This guy, Jamie Raskin, he orchestrated this thing, and I, I, I couldn't think, uh, I, could, I would not have thought that any master manager would have been able to top what uh, Schiff did in the first uh, yeah. trial. But Raskin has done that. I was so impressed by the way in which they structured the prosecution. They told, and and this is what good prosecutors do, they tell the story. They, They paint the background. They provide the context. And, and many people will say, uh, have said, why, why are they wasting all of this time? And the answer to that, as far as what I would like to offer, is that they, the jury for them was not the Senate. It was the American public. But here's the problem. The Confederate Party and their base simply does not want to hear it. And people are out there saying, well, Janice, why are you calling Alpho's show to talk? Don't you have your own show to talk? Well, you know, I enjoy talking politics with you, Alpho, because I think that the bread truck has centered you in a way that... 
you see the common sense that sometimes get excluded in the politics. So let me ask you a question. If you had been able, I know it's too cold in Chicago to be in front of the corner store playing checkers. But if you were in the park or at the corner store sitting on the crates playing checkers, what do you think people would be saying in response to what they heard? I mean, I'm one of those news freaks and geeks that I watch news all day long. I switch from PBS to NPR to MSNBC, then I run over to C-SPAN, and I'm just all over the place and all these new podcasts. So, um, but what about people who only hear uh, snippets here and there? What's your what's your take on what they how they would be responding? The people that you used to sit on the corner, lay in the park, and talk shit with. Well, most of the, most of those people that you just described are. Are of the same ilk of that I am, and um, it's not just enough for them to dislike a Republican. I have a, I have a visceral dislike for Republicans because of one thing: they can't be trusted. Go down the line and tell me. What Republican is really trustworthy? Now, don't don't include the ones who have jumped ship since Donald Trump has come in because they didn't jump ship on Donald Trump before he got there. And they shouldn't be trying to run run off and and be non Republicans. And the people who I speak with we are we are of uh, we're of the same ilk. So nobody nobody basically in my environment that that needs to be that mine needs to be changed. And I'll tell you this right quick. I have a grandson. My oldest grandson is a Trump supporter. And Damn! What happened to him? He really jumped off the fruit truck. Well, I don't. I think it's more than. I think it's more than he's just a Trump supporter. Since I'm not a Trump supporter, he would. If I were a Trump supporter, he would be on the other side. But oh, I uh, see. this this has to do something. Has something to do with him growing up and me being a. Um, a big part in his life, and he didn't want to go to school. He didn't want to do nothing. But now he's a Trump supporter. He he's a Trump supporter. But get this, Janice. In 2016, he didn't vote. <laughs> he didn't vote at all. And so why does he say he's a? What's his rationale for being a? Uh, a Trump supporter, and what does that mean? He has that he's no a Trump rationale. supporter. 
He oh, has okay. no rationale. He's a, he's a okay. Trump supporter, and when you ask him about it, the first thing he wants to do is say, the Democrats have our minds, and we can't think for ourselves, and we go into Democrats, and everybody want to call Trump a racist. And I had the biggest argument with him about the um, about the civil rights case that Trump lost on renting to black people. He says it wasn't Trump who was the racist. He says it was the building manager. I tried to explain to him that the building manager was only there at his behest. And he yeah. said, no, no. And I couldn't, I couldn't, the, the more I spoke, the dumber I got. And the more, and the more, the more evidence I gave him, the, the more, it just, it got to that point where he's just, he's lost it. So, in arguing with him back and forth, I figured since he had this, visceral dislike what I like. I said, well, let me make it hurt. Let me make it hurt. So I bet him $1,000 that Trump wouldn't be reelected. So you know he jumped at it. You know he just, oh, he, Janice, he jumped all over it so bad I was scared. And you remember how you were saying that I just have one question. Did he pay you? Not yet. He's an over the the road truck driver. Yeah, but, you know, you should ask him about, did he get one of those good Trump jobs? Well, I don't think he did. (laughs) But, Janet, to show you how conniving and scheming I am, before the election, about a month before the election, when he did happen by Chicago and he came here, he always comes here and stays on a two-day layover before he gets his next load. And I got him involved into a, a, a back-and-forth argument. Janice, I told him, I said, you want to double the bet? Janice, he said, yes. Oh God! <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but there is you. You have to admit that for people who have no political intelligence, for people who have no investment, for people no matter who the president, their lives are not going to change. They are vulnerable to the charisma the energy, and the fun that is associated with Trump and his rallies and all his paraphernalia and the craziness that he says in public and tweets and on Twitter. All of that stuff is excitement in the lives of of some of these people and excitement that they don't have otherwise. In addition to at the bottom of it, I don't know about your grandson, but at the bottom of it, there is 
the basic whisper in the Trump culture that you will not be replaced. Remember the chant in Charlottesville, we will not be replaced. So exactly. and 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 that is that is the theme that is the heart of white supremacy in this country. White people so afraid that they will not have some place for which to plant their sense of superiority to black people, to brown people, to brownish red people so you know but I don't know where your grandson fits in that but I do think that one of the things of the people that you play checker with and hang out at the park and on the corner with who you worked with um, that one of the things that they understand is that basic whisper underneath everything that Trump, that's part of the Trump culture, they understand that these people are anti-black. Except for, you know, people like your grandson who, and, and people like Candace Owens who hates herself and she hates us, and white people have promised her something that black people haven't bothered to promise her or to offer her. Um, the other is a lot of the black people who love like Trump, it, with inside that culture, they're able to bullshit their way through just about every level of those people. Candace Owens and that Dash Woman and Alan West and all of the Ben Carson. Ben Carson, black people knew that there were more Ben Carsons than Ben Carson, but white people didn't know it. And he was revered within that culture because of his professional medical reputation, which I question. So... um you know, um, I just, you know, I, 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 I've just tried to figure out as I listened to the last four, and I listened all day to all of the hearings, and I've just have not, and I'm so glad that I haven't tried to figure out well what is. What are the people who will vote to acquit him, the senators, who represent not only the white people and the Trump people, but also represent the black people? If if, if Lindsey Graham does not understand, as Dr. Taylor explained what happened to Georgia and how it got turned blue, if Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott don't understand what happened in Georgia they won't be senators the next time around. So, um, and you know, and the key to it all is the the way in which 
the way in which we fight back and resist um, voter suppression, voter purging over the next two years, that we start going to court and taking these state legislatures to court and challenging them legally now. I gave I, I gave some money to the uh, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, and one of the things I said in making my donation was, you must use this money to challenge voter suppression policies being uh, enlisted in um, by state legislatures. Because that's where the fight is. So I just want to say that and thank you very much for your service uh, to Black Talk Radio. And, and Alpha, um, when you say people of color, are you talking about colored people? Once upon a time, you know, we were colored. Uh, are you talking about colored no, people? Who are you talking about? People of color references are Hispanic. Brethren, uh, ain't no people brethren. was born people of color. Cut Say it what? out. I said <laughs> nobody was born people of color. Just cut it out. Uh, tomorrow night, in case your audience wants to know, we're going to be talking about um, medical apartheid, darkness in American medicine, surviving medical apartheid. And in the second session, I'm going to have Dr. Taylor join me in talking about the trial. And by that time, I think they will have a vote. I think they will have a vote tomorrow. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about, you notice, here's a man who says he's so steeped in his religious practices that he can't take a sip of water without covering his head, but he's defending Donald Trump and his white, supremacist ideology. Did you get that part? I'm so talking about Bruce Schoen. <laughs> so what's your point? <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I, I, I just, you know, he can't take a, a glass of water. Uh, he has to withdraw his participation on Saturday, which is part of uh, uh, Jewish religious practice. I understand that. but But he's defending Donald Trump. He can't have no deep religious uh, faith if he's defending Donald Trump. He can't be under the Jewish law. What you trying to say, His people survive. (laughs) His people barely survived a genocide. And he's defending... Donald Trump, and most people don't realize, as Dr. Dr. Taylor was talking about last night, that Adolf Hitler, Hitler adopted the Jim Crow laws of Amer- being um, applied in America to begin the genocide against Jews in Germany and Russia and uh, France. Mm. I don't get it. I, I just I just had to say that. I, I just this guy I even sent him a uh an email. How can you be doing this 
with the same, with some urgency about covering your head. I, I have a number of very close friends who both are practicing Jews, and and, and a couple of them are orthodox Jews. And I understand those practices, and I know them. But I also know the deep religious loyalty that they have behind their faith. And this man is a fucking fraud. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Good night, Alpha. Thank you for letting me talk. Bye. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your call. Janice dropped the F-bomb and ran. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Three, I see you, 347. I'm coming to you right after this, and um, we can chop it up. This is a wake-up call for Republicans. America elected Joe Biden by over 7 million votes, and you're confused because you didn't see us flock to his rallies and cheer his smackdowns like we were at a pro wrestling event during a global pandemic. We don't wear matching hats or have no more malarkey flags waving from the backs of our trucks. Do you know why? Because Biden is not our tribal warlord. We believe the job of a U.S. president is to represent more than one interest group. That's why 81 million of us turned out to stop a narcissistic personality cult that embodies all seven of the deadly sins, most of all pride, which you've taken to levels of blasphemy, claiming your political leaders are handpicked by Jesus Christ. This country is called the United States, and we have multiple converging crises that need adult supervision, but we are being distracted trying to get control over a critical mass of you who no longer believe in reality, who've been hypnotized to fear a Joe Biden presidency whenever you hear the trigger words, radical socialist, because the most sophisticated mass media tools ever created have eviscerated your powers of discernment. And there's a gold rush on slinging alternative facts, making millions for opportunists who've taken you for quite a ride. But you need to wake up now and start the deprogramming. The election was not stolen. All that proof you kept sharing about suitcases and duffel bags of discarded ballots, it's all been debunked. All the affidavits claiming widespread fraud have been thrown out. Over 60 lawsuits contesting the election in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Republican states, many of the cases overseen by Republican and Trump-appointed judges. 61 cases tossed out. Trump's hack attorneys are being sued or are under threat of disbarment. That's consistent with the countless criminal prosecutions of many former Trump associates. But the PR stunt worked on the tens of millions of Americans primed for mass hysteria. You succumbed to Salem witch trial levels of mental lapse, believing our elections were stolen based on spectral evidence, dreams about krakens, which are make-believe. It's time to wake up now. Black Lives Matter is not a terrorist organization any more than Martin Luther King Jr. was a terrorist, or Gandhi, or Nelson Mandela. There's no national Antifa network pretending to be fascist Trump supporters who want civil war. Antifa are anti-fascists who only exist right now because there are fascist Trump supporters threatening civil war, inspired by the official Republican platform, which doesn't have anything in it other than clinical paranoia, re-educating you to believe there's a conspiracy to seize your guns and gender identity at the same time, so you're so disoriented you can't defend yourself against a mass immigrant invasion threatening your livelihood. Come on. 
The real danger came from putting a recklessly uneducated man with a personality disorder in the White House, who spent his one catastrophic term branding America's democratic cities enemies of the country, while taking credit for economic growth rates he inherited from a Democrat. He and his Republican Senate, under the smokescreen of your disassociation from reality and the brand name Drain the Swamp, filled the cabinet with profiteers like themselves. Billionaires made a trillion bucks while they gutted our State Department, our FBI, our CIA, our DHS, our post office. Whatever Trump touched, he wrecked. They attacked our U.S. education system. They tore down the minimal regulations that we have protecting America's water and air. They turned our already abysmal borders into a human rights crisis. They smeared America's top scientists and doctors, our health care system. They attacked our entire U.S. media. Their willful incompetence has been so destructive. The USA is the epicenter of the worst pandemic in 100 years. Hundreds of thousands of us are dead. Millions are hungry and struggling to survive. And their final act was a massive campaign to try to sabotage the bedrock upon which we stand, American democracy itself. This is on you, the Republican Party. The majority of white America elected a man whose business model is lying, who demands total obedience, while swindling and eventually turning on all of his employees and followers after years of abuse. You elected a perfect cult leader. Our enemies are ecstatic. Our allies are horrified because of the suicidal Republican ideology of opposing any limits on gluttony and greed. What was once a beacon of hope all over the world, American democracy, is no longer a given. Your right-wing leaders and shouting heads, they're not going to stop clawing their way down a bottomless pit of excuses to continue profiting off of selling you a virtual alternate reality made up of false accusations and revenge fantasies, giving you a persecution complex they won't stop feeding no matter how many of you are driven right off the deep end. Any citizen of the United States continuing to fall for it. Some of you thinking of taking up arms against the strongest military power on earth. Others making excuses for these terrorists because you share the same beliefs. You're delusional. You don't have a political party anymore. Come back to reality. January 6th, 2021, that was your come to Jesus moment. Armed insurgents threatened to hang the vice president, kill the speaker of the house. They dragged a cop down a flight of stairs and brutally beat another with an American flag. They killed police. A suicidal QAnon follower gave her life trying to break into the house chamber. For what? The most significant terror attack on our country since 9-11 happened because Republican radicals believe Democrats are Satan-worshipping pedophiles who stole their country, and they'd rather die than lose the protection of their leader. Defending truth and democracy and equality for all people against any tyranny, foreign and domestic, is the only thing that unites us and protects our freedoms. That's why Trump is being held accountable for his crimes, along with every congressperson, every official, every officer who conspired or continues to wage a mass deception campaign to overthrow American democracy, especially under the threat of violence. The First Amendment protects our right to express ourselves without fear of arrest. The right to free speech does not include threats of violence, and it certainly does not grant the authority to force media platforms to broadcast single-party hate propaganda that claim only its members are the real America. For the former Republican Party, who call themselves patriots, this is your wake-up call. Your nightmare of a brainwashed, radical, anti-American movement trying to destroy the country was you. Well, 
That 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 says it all. And let me uh five one six 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 nine five one six. Let me go to the phones. Four seven. Welcome to the Alpha Show. Thank you for calling Truth Work Network. Who am I speaking with? Hey, how are you? My name is Otep. I hope you're doing well. Otep, how are you doing? Good to hear from you. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've been listening in for a while, and I think it's a great theme. I, however, do not think that American politics nor any imperial political system has ever been structured nor will ever be structured to benefit the class of humans that are considered the lowest caste, C-A-S-T-E. And in Europe, America, Canada, the Caribbean, Central South America, Asia, Malaysia, India, China, everywhere the darker-skinned humans are the ones that are at the bottom generally, other than if they have athletic builds or if they can rap or if they are very good at mathematics and become a professor or a drug dealer or, you know, that, yes, the statistical outliers. And in Greek democracy, the slaves could not vote, nor could the females. So having democratic ideals, if we look at things historically, even if we evaluated um, Christianity and its roots, which are in Kemet, Egypt, we see that the black-brown origins of Homo sapiens are the foundations, bedrock of the transatlantic slave trade, of the Catholic Church, even the Jews that presently call themselves Jews are people that converted to Judaism because the first Hebrew people were in Egypt. Sigmund Freud even wrote about Akhenaten being Moses. I mean, everywhere we look, skull and bones worships, in many cases, Native Indian skulls. If we look at the Freemasons, Freemasonry has lots of Egyptian ancient comedic symbols, but we are told that Jesus was white and God is white. White people are children of Africa, mostly that moved to the Caucasus Mountains. Um, once we learn that and we see that, then we realize why there's so much work to keep us from realizing that we are mostly the original people. We weren't all kings and queens in Africa. That's totally not true. You had some levels of slavery in some parts of Africa. You had different castes. However, it was not what it is today in terms of the brainwashing and the inferiority complex about hair and skin and nose. So teaching true history and genetics and teaching the truth about mythology really will go a long way. I think Trump was simply a distraction and is. Both parties are corrupt, but the Democratic Party is less corrupt, but it's a rapist versus a serial killer. And what we need is leaders that have morals, ethics, and that will transcend the American history of slavery and oppression of blacks, Native Indians, Negroes, whatever yeah. name they have called them. Well, Jeff, uh, you've basically taken us around the world, and you've laid out a gentle argument. But uh, at this point in time, 
We are here in the United States of America. We are focused on the lesser of two evils, the Democrats and the Republicans. And uh, the rise of um, the the lesser, those who have not, is in the far, far distance. At this point, all we can do is grab a hold to those Democrats who basically want a progressive agenda and are afraid of moving forward with their with their plan because all we have is what we have. You can we can speak highly of who the true Founders are who the true people are We can speak highly of all of that But if we don't Take care of our backyard If Donald Trump Or a smarter Donald Trump Becomes The president The most powerful man in the world If he becomes a power again Democracy dies Period And if this democracy falls Watch it fall all over the world And we'll basically Devolve into uh, Nations of Barbarianism And nations of strong men And authoritarian Vladimir Putin Lost his biggest Confidant and that was Donald Trump. We can talk about the far reaches, poverty level in India. We can talk about those who will have risen in the shadows of the Great Wall and all of that. But I want to rewind this and go right back to the same start. And that start is right here in America. We are one election away from losing our democracy. And we started out in 2016, and the people banded together. The, 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 um, the gathering the day after the election that Donald Trump won in 2016, all over the country. If that didn't tell you something, it should have. And the people who stayed together and brought us a a blue wave in 2018 that led to a blue tsunami in 2020. More people came out to vote. We got a long way to go, but that's the start, and that's where we are. And we must grab these moderates and the and the Democratic Party and drag them further to the left, and try to go green, and pay for infrastructure, and do all the things that make our lives better and more efficient. I, I was suggesting that we not 
vote Democratic. I wasn't saying that. What I was saying is, for example, Italian-Americans have Italy. The Irish-Americans have Ireland. We have not connected with uh, Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Latino, African brothers and sisters. Meanwhile, American corporations and European and Arabian corporations rape those regions. If we saw the wisdom and not thinking mutually exclusively, but if we realize as we vote Democratic and keep the Democratic Party's feet to the fire, reach out to the Haitian brothers and sisters and the Jamaicans and the Brazilians and the Africans, but we don't think like that. We think very nationalistically, and the master has us trapped. Well, Hotep, look at what happened in the last two years. Who won the day? Who won the day in all, and, and the blue wave and in the blue tsunami? Who won the day? I submit to you that African Americans and people of color won the day. And that's a big change for America. Because when is the year that we will be the majority and not the minority? And as they say, they better hope that we still want equality and not revenge. So it's coming, but it's not fast enough for some people. And that's what you have to you have to look at it like that. That's what it is. Just the mere fact that we can honestly say that we are still one election away from our democracy falling. And that's is it our democracy a white supremacist structure, though? Everywhere there's been democracy, they took our land, our women, our children, our gold. Maybe democracy itself is the problem. White democracy has always been white supremacy. And I'm telling you like this, look at what, look at what has happened in our history. Look at the Tea Party. And the Tea Party started out as showing up at at gatherings and then being elected to office. Look at Mike Lee. Look at at the guy who who became Secretary of State. What's his name? Pompeo, Mike Pompeo. All of these people were Tea Party people. Look at the number of people who came out of the Tea Party and have elevated themselves in government and were able to get positions in government for their agenda. You have to understand that we are in this fight and we are not a great messaging party. And as long as we are not a great messaging party, we're going to lose, and we're going to lose a lot. So until we become better at messaging, and like I said, it's happening slowly. It will happen slowly, and we have to keep it up. So what else do you think will replace democracy? Well, democracy itself, just like capitalism, a construct that helps to keep white supremacy in place and many of the uh, mythological notions, what we need to do is have 
conferences where we actually, as people, first black people and then brown and then people of color, because a lot of people get in our group and claim they're people of color, but they're the doctors and the mathematicians, and they're not getting shot by the police. So I say we should focus on dark-skinned humans, not the folks that slip out. And we should discuss, well, what's the history of capitalism? What does it mean? What is capital? What is a resource? What is an intangible asset? What is a slave serf? In other words, we need to really get educated. What is a virus? Because a lot of what's happening is out of our ignorance uh, and fear-mongering by the people that are in positions of power. And once we have those discussions, then we analyze and say, okay, well, what is the best route for us? physical route, cognitive route, um, financial route, educational, physiological. But we don't have those discussions because all of our institutions typically have um, coonery, which leads us down the same path, meaning that uh, in education, in university, in the medical institutions, in the corporate world, we really, uh, I think the, it's up to the young people because our age, age 40 and over, I don't think we uh, we have lived such a life in, in the mindset of what the system has put in place. It's very difficult to break out of. And I think people that are 16, 20, who don't usually call our radio shows, I go on a lot of shows and it's really young people calling. I think it's just us old older folks dialoguing. They're the ones that will inherit the planet. And I think they hopefully will see alternatives to what, you know, we have in place presently because we're the ones, the elders, that set this negative path in the first place. Well, well Jeff, we've, um, we've had quite an interesting conversation here, and I want to thank you for your call. And uh, keep up, Chuck. I hope you stay with us uh, week after week as I meet here on Friday and uh, I contribute to our conversation. Yeah, thank you. Can I add that one way to freedom is linguistic freedom, Yoruba, Apache, Comanche, Wolof, meaning language deaths and the promotion, me, myself, I'm trying to get out of kind of the linguistics that put our people in, in chains. We should get into Hebrew, right? Because with that, what we could then do is discuss with our fellow uh, people around the world and here we could look at ancient artifacts etc the Egyptian hieroglyphics um, because imagine the Jews the white Jews in Germany coming out speaking German and and promoting German idols etc and music that would seem to us to be preposterous well imagine us who have gone through a greater genocide um, still mastering in degrees the slave systems fiat currency and linguistics, but not Wolof or not tribes of Africa. So, I th- or the Taino or the the um, Olmecs of Mexico. In other words, if we don't know who we are, we will continue to fall under the guise of the people who come from us, who are white brothers and sisters, but we're the elders. That's like looking down on grandparents, and we're the children. You have to show respect, and when you don't, the system is broken. But hopefully, we can get over and. I appreciate your time and and your well, sincerity well, and this dialectic. You. Well, you can also join uh, 
Janice Graham Our Common Ground tomorrow night at 10 o'clock here at Blog Talk Radio. It's called Our Common Ground. Uh, she'll be speaking with uh, Dr. James Taylor. And um, I think you can, you, you'll enjoy him. <laughs> because mm-hmm. man Thank you. I appreciate man. it. All right. Thanks a lot for your call, Hotep. Thank you, brother. You have, have a great you. day. Stay safe. Thank you. All right. Ashe, Hotep, Amandla. the whole stuff, I want to thank him for his his insight and uh, don't forget to join Janice Graham tomorrow at our common ground there's that promo our common ground with Janice Graham Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. Saturday, 10 p.m. Join us live and live it on On our our common ground. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Our common ground, where friends come to meet comrades. I'm Janice Grant. You're listening to the Alpha Show on TruthWorks Network. Now back to Alpha. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Hotep um, gave us a brighter, uh, a different approach. And, um, you know, there are some things that um, we can simply leave to our growth. And that will literally be our growth. We have a lot to uh, a lot to say about the goings on here in this country. The things that we should, the things that we should not. The house music lover has been holding on for some time. He hasn't pressed one, so I don't know if you want to talk or not. So, um, house music, are you out there? And are you trying to, trying to just 
socialized is such a dirty word when it helps the sick and needy, but rationalized when it's disguised as tax cuts, tax breaks, loopholes, subsidies, buyouts and bailouts for the rich and corporate greedy. What will it take for us to wait before Trump destroys our nation with his hateful, hurtful, cruel, and corrupt administration that destroys life, liberty, truth, and justice in the name of being tough? How many more lives and destroyed lives before we say enough? Greed and global climate change are just two problems we face. And if we can't solve just those two, we'll lose the human race. What will it take for us to wake before the tipping point is tipped? And we the people finally realize we the people have been ripped off by the cop. It cannot stop. It is controlled by greed. And I'm so freaking sick and tired of getting gop Sponsored by Wickline Family. <laughs> That's right. Sick and tired of getting GOP. And that's exactly what they are. It is up to us to steer people in the right direction. We have too much to lose. There's no no one addressing climate change. The seas are rising and pretty soon it's gonna to be too late. And after all is said and done, those people who were against climate change, they should be the first to offer it up to the environment that will be so tough. Don't tell us about how much money you've got. Because at this point, I don't think it's going to matter. Walden Bellow. Walden Bellow is a scholar who's basically pinpointed what Republicans are all about. They rant and rave, and they talk about nothing. They want to tell everybody what you are about and why what you offer should not be entertained. But I think Joe Biden was not my first choice. And it's not that um, he's done a great, great deal of stuff, but um, he hung in there just, just long enough, and Donald Trump was just bad enough. Once we end this impeachment farce, and I call it a farce because Republicans will not vote on the facts, we must prosecute Donald J. Trump, 
with extreme prejudice. Prosecute him with extreme prejudice and get him to a jail cell. And those 70, 74 million people, they don't beat 81 million. Donald Trump lost by 7 million votes. Seven million votes. Those of us on the Democratic side, have to keep beating this drum. Janice, you're always trying to start trouble. What about Mike Pence running? from lynching by Donald Trump people. He was lockstep with Donald Trump until it came to a election that he lost. Did you see the, I think I um, posted this last week, The the, the Democrats in the House are trying to pass support for the post office and to get rid of the postal, uh, what is it, the postal something accountability, Postal Enhancement Accountability Act. It hangs $5.5 billion around the neck of the post office, giving the Republicans a talking point that the Postal Service is failing and they're running out of money. And... Uh, Donald Trump and the Republican Party just wouldn't fund them. As a matter of fact, they did just the opposite. They did just the opposite. Now, start them back up, give them the needed money, and get rid of that uh H.R. 6407. But I think, uh, what's his name? Postmaster General DeJoy would be prosecuted for perjury.
I really do. Dennis, Mike Pence better shut up <laughs> before he turns somebody down there to, to. Is he still in Indiana? Sure, he was in danger. Donald Trump wanted him to get caught up. And I don't think Mitt Romney was the person to be running around the Capitol because they see Mitt and they see you. They got a twofer. <laughs> Democratic Party. Make the ads tying the Trump administration around the necks of every Republican running for office. This is not going to end with Donald Trump. If Donald Trump died tomorrow, there are reports that Donald Trump was very close to death when he caught that virus. He was almost on a ventilator. So, Donald Trump dies tomorrow. This will not end. See Nikki Haley turned on him. Nikki Haley get out in front of this and said she ain't gonna lie for him. What the hell? It's gotten to be too much. It's gotten to be too much. You know, Janice, first you come on, talk, drop the F-bomb, and then run off. Now you go to the chat room, and you call it Nikki Haley or something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Political slut, okay? She truly believes that she's going to become a nominee. I think she's in for a very rude awakening. Mike Pence will run. He'll try to get Trump to back him, and Trump won't. I tell you who Trump will back, and that's. Mike Pompeo, that's the person we have to look out for, along with those people who say they are independents now. And you look up and uh, you're only independent until they get the nomination. 
I can't. I really can't get there. I really can't. Elizabeth Warren has the, I would call it the, the best idea. Her wealth tax could possibly bring us the answer. The rich and powerful have written the rules of our economy and our government to benefit themselves. And here's one benefit for the ultra-rich. After making a killing from the economy they rigged, they don't pay taxes on that accumulated wealth. Consider two people. An heir with $500 million worth of yachts and jewelry and fine art, and a public school teacher with no savings in the bank. They both bring home $50,000, and they both pay the same amount in federal taxes, despite their vastly different circumstances. That's a system that's rigged to the top. It's time for a wealth tax in America. So here's how it works. Anyone who has over $50 million in accumulated assets, your first $50 million is free and clear, your 50 millionth and first dollar, you got to pitch in two cents. And two cents for every dollar after that. And a few more cents for every dollar of wealth over a billion dollars. That's the basic idea that will generate $3 trillion over the next 10 years. Because here's the thing. You built a great fortune in America, good for you. All we're saying is, when you make it to the top, to the top of the top, to the top of the top of the top, pitch in two cents so everyone else gets a chance to make it in America. Inequalities in our economy have existed for a long time, and the COVID crisis has just made them worse. With $3 trillion generated from a wealth tax, we can help working families recover and improve their lives. We can make sure that women aren't knocked out of the workforce by the lack of child care. And we can bring structural change to health, education, and economic systems. We need a wealth tax, and we need it now. Why not? Why not a wealth tax? Or even a tax on transactions at the stock market. We need more revenue. The idea of shrinking the revenue in our tax base is ludicrous. That's a Republican idea. Their whining and claims of austerity, unless a Republican is in office, yeah, let's pass tax cuts for the wealthy. Just for the wealthy. For the top 83%, the top 83% will be in on this on this uh, tax cut. And who who gets the lion's share of it.
we better find a new way. Another Friday is coming and gone. And I can only say I hope those of you who have the means have literally purchased your lottery ticket. Because uh, it could happen. <laughs> and I say it like that because that's the way it is. It could happen. Don't uh, don't forsake it. It could happen. Michelle, Janice, get your lottery tickets. <laughs> don't make me say it twice. <laughs> We all, we all have to have something to go by. I keep saying it over and over again. (laughs) Nobody keeps up. I got to re-record this. Try to keep up. <laughs> I say to myself all the time, keep up with what you're doing. I normally fall asleep about this time of this time of night. And that's what I'm feeling like right now. But uh hey. I made it to the end. My age, dozing off, is my father. (laughs) And people pay attention to those on the right side and in the Senate and in the House. Now all they're doing and all they want to do is complain.
is complying. I want to see those who vote to keep Donald Trump in. I want to see the argument from the Democrats. And I wanted to see this all through this first, this second impeachment. I wanted the argument to be we didn't vote him out the first time, and we have half a million people, half a million, half a billion people who are die, who have died from his incompetence, and that's all it can be is his incompetence. So, gotta make sure. That we get that we get out there and get some lottery tickets. That's right. I've had mine today. Well, I play online, so. For all of those who I'll be damned. <laughs> I'm out of Tabasco sauce. Not hot sauce, Tabasco sauce. What the hell? House music level. I would take your call. But you don't have your hand up, and it's time for me to get out of here. And I'll simply say it, like I always say it, when injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. This has been another exciting episode of the Alpha Show. We appreciate your listenership. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, the Alpha Show. Join us next Wednesday, 10 p.m. That's where we are. And that's why it's almost the bewitching hour. It's almost checkmate. It's almost that time. The time is of no return. It's almost the time when we won't be able to recover. Because recovery simply will not be in the cards for us. We cannot, I repeat, we cannot continue down this road because this road is headed for the ultimate dead end. Everybody thinks we're a mother. Who are they to judge us? Mother, mother, simply call me sweet. Where I have a mother, mother.
Thank you. 